Hello, hello, my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. Welcome back. Here we are again. What an honor it is to be with you in this time and space. Today, my friends, we have Ashley Higby. She is an expert in helping moms move their body in a way that feels good. What I love so much about this conversation is we are moving past obsolete and old beliefs about what it means to be healthy. And we are now cleaning the slate and we're bringing in a new way to think about our health and about our wellness. And what's so beautiful about Ashley is that this is from her own experience, right? We have babies, we aren't able to go to the gym. How are we going to take care of ourselves? And as a holistic trainer, um, Ashley is a yoga tune-up instructor, a registered functional yoga teacher, a neurosensory specialist, and has backgrounds in, she's a former competitive gymnast, um, chiropractic and physical therapy, um, brain cord therapy technician. She's just got all the, all the, all the things going for her. And what's so beautiful is she has built a business in helping moms move. And here's the thing. We as mothers know how hard it is to take care of ourselves. It's a thing to truly take time out of our day every day to take care of ourselves can be quite challenging. But the thing is, there's no excuse in the book that we can use that can keep us from getting better, from moving our bodies, from taking care of ourselves, because there's no excuse that can live up to the fact that we are here to show our children how to be, how to live. And if we're not taking care of ourselves and we're just kind of, you know, we're living in that fight or flight, that's what we're going to pass on to our kids. And so what's so beautiful about this conversation is that Ashley shows us and explains to us how simple it can be to change the direction of our health and wellness. And it's not about weight loss. It's not about having flat abs. It's not about trying to get in shape for summer or doing these radical, crazy diets. It's about creating a sustainable lifestyle. And that's the only way we're ever going to be healthy is to create a sustainable lifestyle that feels good to us and it feels good to our nervous our nervous system. Um, Ashley really works with moms and helps them take back ownership of their energy, of their confidence and their identity. And not only does this work help us physically, but it helps us emotionally and mentally. So I'm really excited to have Ashley. She is such a light. She's so passionate about her work and, uh, let's, let's just dive in. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, everyone, here we are again on the Hippie Moms podcast, and today we have Ashley Higby. Ashley, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So excited and happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Ashley and I have actually known each other for a very long time, and we've reconnected, and really based on your passion, which you're going to share with us, um, because I really believe this is a message and inspiration and motivation that so many of us as mothers need. And so First, uh, I would love to hear how did you start to get into this type of work and like really what fueled this passion? Yeah, so movement, exercise, fitness, all of that has always been ingrained in me since I was little. I grew up a competitive gymnast and I was always getting injured. (laughs) I was always um, 
never really worrying about health because I looked a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. So the aesthetic appearance was there. I had the six pack. I had the body because I was a gymnast. So I never worried about what I ate, never worried about exercising outside of the gym. Um, And that was until I had a really bad collarbone break, quit and ended my career. And then I put on 30 pounds and I had no idea how to exercise. I had no idea how to eat. And so I kind of had to figure out health through the lens of, oh, health doesn't look a certain way. It doesn't weigh a certain amount and it's not a certain pant size. It was a huge year, 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 year long transformation. I'm not just years, years um, to figure all this out. So that's what kind of got me into this world. Oh, that's so, I love what you just said. Like what we perceive health to be isn't what it is because we can see someone that looks really healthy, right? But internally they might not be. And some of them are like, "Mm, they're maybe not very healthy, but really they are. It's just the way that we show up in the world. So, and as moms, we know how hard it is. Like not only are we dealing with what we're told that we need to look like, but we're also, we have kids. And so our time's limited. And so we're just kind of going back and forth. So how did what brought you to bring like the balance in your life in motherhood? Cause you have two children. Yes. Oh my goodness. The biggest, most rewarding, amazing shift ever. And one forced upon us, right? Because the free time we had to do things ourselves completely shifts the second that you have a wonderful baby. So um, I was a gym rat. I became obsessed with everything I ate, every calorie I put in my body, because I had to get out of this mindset of right, feeling a certain way, looking a certain way and being in the gym. Then I got pregnant. Then I had my baby. My husband was working overnights at the time and I just couldn't go to the gym anymore. And I didn't realize at that time how much working out affected my mental health. Mm. Right. So I felt stuck here. I didn't like the way I looked. I didn't like the way I felt. My confidence was shot. I was so in awe and bliss with my baby, but inside in me, I just felt bad for I just felt bad and I was like we were in a small apartment at the time I didn't have access to a gym right so it was just like what do I do like I just can't work out that was my mindset I didn't know any better was like well if I can't go to the gym for an hour therefore I just can't exercise Mm -hmm. right and I was way too tired to cook these beautiful healthy meals I used to do because now I had a baby and my son was born underweight so I was nursing him around the clock 24 hours I was sleep deprived all the things So I remember this moment, I was in bed nursing him at 2.30 in the morning, and I was watching TV. It was a black screen, but I was watching a show. (laughs) The show just didn't exist because I was so sleep deprived, right? And I remember looking down at him, and I was like, wow, this is really hard to feel this way and look this way for my own sanity, right? And everything I was pouring into him, and and I love that, and I wanted that, but I just was empty. And then- I remember saying, okay, so this is hard and this stinks. And if I try to find a way to work out at home and eat healthy and do all the things that I normally do to take care of myself, that's going to be really hard too. Like I'm by myself, my husband's working, I'm nursing him all the time. I have this new baby. And then I remember this pivotal question that was like, which hard do you choose? Mm. You choose to say, it's going to be hard to stay the same. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Right. It's going to be hard to change. And so looking at him, it was a no brainer. It was an instant. He became my why he became my desire. He -hmm. became my motivation. And that's what shifted everything for me was that moment. So I was determined to figure out a way to get my health back. That is so beautiful because (laughs) 
I know so many moms can relate. Here you are, especially when you're a new mom, like first time, you're like, what is this? <laughs> what is going on? What's going on with my body? Like weird things are happening. And then also most women have postpartum depression, right? And so then we're not even motivated. We don't even know how to get, you know, get out of that funk. And unfortunately, like it is, it is hard and doing something different is hard. Right. And so I love that you say, it's like, choose your heart. It's like, which one do you, and you know, that the heart of taking care of yourself, of eating well, that's going to have really the outcome that we truly want. Right. A hundred percent. It's like, you can choose your heart to stay the same, but nothing's going to change. So you will stay in this cyclical cycle, this hamster wheel of hard, or you could be hard for a little bit to make Mm -hmm. the change. And then that no longer becomes hard. It becomes effortless because it's a lifestyle, lifestyle. right? So, yes, I love that. There's a woman, I can't remember her name. I'll I'll put it in the show notes, but there's a woman that wrote, uh, that did all this study on exercise and they tried So they've done all the studies of, you know, people that start exercising, people that stopped exercising and started again. And then they try to do a study on can we find people that will stop exercising that have exercised for years and years and years and we'll pay them and we'll study them. Nobody would do it. Nobody would do it because nobody, when you get on that, on that realm, she says it does take just like any habit, 21 days of consistency, you get addicted. Do you feel that? Do you, I mean, did you, do you feel that? And in your work and helping moms, like getting them motivated. Yeah. A thousand percent. And it's, you know, it's really about, why? It's the simplest, most profound question ever. But if you don't have that burning desire, you will never find that motivation that keeps you consistent. And the biggest struggle that I see with every mom that comes to me is I'm not motivated. I don't have time. And I really struggle with consistency. So I learned how to tackle all three because it was like, if that's the biggest hang up for any mom trying to get healthy, it is my mission to then debunk that and make it accessible to any mom of any busyness status, right? I don't care if you have 12 kids and you work full time and you're a single mom, or if you have one kid and you don't work and you're a stay-at-home mom, that looks and busyness looks very different to those two people. And it's not for us to judge, but it's how do we find for you your why, your reason, what is stopping you from being consistent and motivated? Let's get to that. And then just like you said, with habits, that's my approach. I take a... um habit-based behavior change approach to everything I do. So it's what's going on there. What's the underlying root cause of what's going on. I actually partnered with my best friend, who's my business partner. She's an NLP expert. So she gets to the mindset, which was my biggest hang up. And I didn't know I needed, cause I was so, like you said, addicted to one way of yeah. thinking and believing. I had to shatter those beliefs to create space for new beliefs to be able to create the outcome that I wanted. And that's how all this kind of started. It's beautiful. And it really is all beliefs. Whatever we believe is the creative juice that, 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 that creates our life that really flows in and starts to manifest around us. So I love you said that there's three major things. So the one is finding the why, right? The inspiration. The second one is the habit. Yeah. So you want to find your why you want to understand, okay, you want to make a change, whether that's, yeah. Okay. So here, here, here we go. Let's go through it. So if you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, that's a great generalized broad goal. I will never fault somebody for saying that, but that's not going to keep you motivated. And here's why. 
say you do lose 50 pounds because you joined a 12-week workout program, an intensive restrictive diet, that will get you results. Then you lose your 50 pounds and you're like, okay, now what? Yeah. You realize how badly that sucked. (laughs) And so you start to go back to your old habits because you never got to the root of why you gained that weight in the first place. So until you understand, oh, wow, let's peel back that curtain and really see. And there's no, if this is not to judge, this is not to be like, you know, get down on yourself, which a lot of moms tend to do. Oh my goodness here. And it's like, no, 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 this is everything. Because until we know this, we can't facilitate change. And then we can't facilitate change if it's an all or nothing mentality. So you can't just be like, all right, now we got to do this diet and we're cutting your calories and you're going to have a Greek yogurt and half of a grapefruit for breakfast. And then you can't eat again until this time. And this is all. And it's like, yeah, we can stick to that for 12 weeks. And then we're like, we're, we're conflicted because now our kids are asking us, mom, why can't you eat what I'm eating? Or why aren't you eating past six? And now we're like, oh, it's this like catch 22. I'm getting healthy for you. But now I'm pissed and overwhelmed and stressed because Uh, it's just this cycle. So it's, it's, yeah, it's learning the habit, the root, the behavior, the belief system of why this happened, shattering that day by day, system by system, thing by thing. We can't do it all at once. You just can't. So I work with the moms that are in it for long-term. They understand it's the hard of, yes, it's going to take us probably six months to a year. Let's be honest. This is not a quick fix. If you want a quick fix, go back to the diets. They'll work until they don't. And then I'll be waiting for you right over here. I I love this, Ashley, because one of the biggest things that we have going on is there's all these trendy ways of eating the keto, the paleo, like all the, which is great. And then all these different like restrictions. But if you really look at it, if you're restricting in your life, you're going to create, you're going to feel that. And then that's going to, what else are you restricting? Happiness, joy. It comes from a foundation of restriction, not of care and love of your, of yourself and of your body and feeling worthy. Because I think that's what it comes down to. We don't feel worthy to be healthy. You know, we have all those conditions, all those voices that told us we're not enough, just the way we are. And so it takes courage. It takes courage to say, you know what? Today I'm going to, I'm going to do this for me. Do you see that with moms? Do you like when you work with them, do you feel them like in it? And then do you feel them kind of like slip away back into the, you know, back into the kind of those habits? And then what do you do there? Like, how do you help them? Yeah, a thousand percent. And that's so normal. That's the other thing is it's, you know, it's so normal, but it's, we have a choice every day, Mm -hmm. every day. And that's the one biggest profound question I will ask like because you do I do too that's the human thing is to fall back to our old ways breaking new patterns creating new habits is hard it's hard but I take such a microscopic approach right so it's doing this tiny thing Mm. seeing that win feeling that win understanding this is evidence that what you're doing is moving you forward so we had a mom the other day who felt like she wasn't seeing change wasn't seeing change and then she goes but my bra all of my bras are now a notch tighter. And I'm like, okay, this, this is everything. See that notice that. And it took her a minute to be like, Oh my God, mm-hmm. my bras are tight. Like you're right. Because we're so used to, well, the number on the scale didn't move. Yeah. Right. All of these things. So what you were saying before about restriction and about belief, 
weight, we can't focus on the weight if we want to lose the weight. It is so ass backwards from what we're taught, what we're ingrained, what we're think, what we're shown on social media. And then everything is everything, right? So weight really boils down to how stressed you are, how Mm -hmm. your body responds to that stress and your coping techniques to handle that stress. Mm. That's it. Wow. That's That's really it. So simple. We have overcomplicated weight loss purely for profit, right? You have to do this diet. You have to take this supplement. And I was in that world for so long. I was on that hamster wheel where you lose the weight. You look great until you don't. And then you live with this FOMO and this anxiety and this shame, this guilt around food. You want to go out with your friends and then you get pissed at your friends that may be a little overweight, but she's enjoying the margarita and the chips and salsa. And you're sitting here like, I can't eat because my you know, time has passed this time. And I already had my allotted calories for the day. That sounds horrible. It's heartbreaking. And that's how so many people live. So many moms live that way. It's so true. Like this whole like counting calories and like this restriction, but what really I feel that we really need to think about is what are our kids seeing? Like, this is what they see. They're like, oh, this is how, this is how relationships with food are, which is so messed up no, no judgment, no guilt. We are what we've been taught, what we have been shown. It's not our fault. We are the way we are. It's really not, but it's that continuous patterns, right? We've got to pattern interrupt and we've got to do something different. And you know what you said earlier that I love? It's those microscopic changes. It's those little things that you're not in the, if you're not in the moment and you're thinking about the future and losing weight and like you're spinning in your mind, you're going to create that story. So you've got to like come home and be like, okay, today I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And you know what? And I'm going to do it and I'm going to be consistent. How do you help women be consistent? I help them be consistent by sticking to one thing, accomplishing that one thing, and then moving on to the next thing. And workout wise, I've developed something called the mama moves method, which is two to five minutes. So it took a long time, a lot of trial and error on not only myself, but on clients in real life and like, why did this work for her? Why didn't this work for her? And then taking my background of holistic health, yoga, um, functional movement, mobility, uh, barefoot, body weight, strength, nervous system regulation. How can I take all of the things that I've, you know, mastered and learned and put my efforts into studying and combine it into five minutes? And then how do I help that mom build an active lifestyle where on the days she just doesn't even have five minutes, which we learn how to get out of that habit. Cause that's yeah. again, a belief system, right? Cause we all have five minutes. <laughs> Everyone has five minutes, right? Yeah. We all have just it. Stop just scrolling on your phone. There's, there's 30 minutes right there. Put your phone down. Stop looking at Facebook and Instagram. No, no judgment, but there's your minutes. I think, I think that's what we really have to unravel, right? Ashley is that belief that I don't have time. It's when you go ahead. No, I, and I don't want to interrupt because, but I'm going to interrupt because it's exactly what you said. It's we make time for what we desire most, our values, right? If you have, if you desire to relax and chill, you will find time to watch an hour of Netflix. Mm -hmm. You just will. You know, if you desire and want to spend time and value your family, nothing else matters. You will make the time to do that. So the hardest question ever is how much do you truly value your health? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a question people don't want to hear, but when they're faced with it, it's like, well, shit, I want to, right. I'm not saying you don't want to, you want to, you just don't right now. So how do we shift you from 
-hmm. okay, I want to get healthy, but I don't want to put in the work. Well, why don't you? Oh, because I have a habit of restrictive dieting and exercising. And I think that that's the only way to lose weight Mm -hmm. because it's worked. I have the evidence internally that I have lost weight from that before, but the second life happens, I get a sick kid. I go on a vacation. All of that goes out the window. I realized how much that sucked. I realized how stressed I was, which our bodies get a hold on to more weight, right? Yes. And the yeah. cyclical cycle begins. Yeah, it is a cycle. It's like a cyclone. And you're just like, you just got to step out of the cyclone so you can see the cyclone and be like, I don't want to be in that cyclone anymore, right? Yes. I went off the hamster wheel. It's like yeah. you said so beautifully. You are not the problem. The problem's with your system. Yes. That's it. It's the system, the, the belief systems and, and the habits that have been built around this belief system that keep us stuck when really that, if you look at it, it's, in, it's, it's really invisible. There's no like matter or physical density with those cages that we've built, but they are cages. They're cages that we live in. Now, this is what I love so much is you're talking about two to five minutes. I, I do know who Max Lugover is. Anyway. He's, he's a blogger. I don't know. Health guy, journalist. I don't know. Anyway, point is he just shared this study on Instagram that it showed that anywhere from two to five minutes, this is so good, of exercise will decrease your risk of heart disease by like 25%, just moving two to five minutes a day. Like That's it. what? And yeah, and I believe it. And I believe on those days that I really don't I don't have the expanded time that I want, right? My hour, my whatever it is, how much time I, I love to move that fuels me. I will, I will do two to five minutes. Even when I'm brushing my teeth, I'll do something. I'll do squats when I'm brushing my teeth because it feels so good, but we have time. And that right there is the secret sauce to permanent weight loss, to a high metabolism, any way that you view weight loss, any way that you view all these buzzwords of fat burning and all these things that will only happen with an active lifestyle. So I am all about movement versus exercise and the difference between the two, because there is a difference in my lens, in my world, at least movement is doing things all day long, squatting while you're brushing your teeth. Can I, okay, here's, here's the other thing. We as humans always want to take the path of least resistance, Mm. meaning we want to do what's easy, right? I don't want to go cook when I could go call Uber Eats to bring me food. It's easy. I'm tired. I'm a mom. I've got all the things, right? We always take the path of least resistance. For movement, for me, I teach moms how to take the path of resistance, Mm. but not in a way that feels like, oh my goodness, I'm adding another task to my Mount Fuji long to-do list, (laughs) right? So it's exactly what you said. How do I squat while I'm brushing my teeth? But not just that. How do I utilize every single muscle and joint and connective tissue in the squat so that I'm doing more in less time so that I don't have to worry about a number of reps? It's like for one minute while you're brushing your teeth, do something with that. There you go. Now you don't have to worry about fitting in the time to work out because you're working out all day. Now your joints are going to be healthier. Your body's going to feel better. You have increased circulation. You're constantly in a state of weight loss because you're moving. Yeah. Right. Yes. And do you find too, like when you start getting these little, like, I think you said little victories, right? The little victories and you start, and then, and then do you see them like, oh, they start, they're like their, their perspective expands and like, oh, now I can do more. Like now they have their own evidence. Like you said, now it's new evidence. It's new evidence that that old way of living doesn't work anymore. And now like, yes, I can do this. And then there's like that motivation that 
that um, it's like a force within us that we ha- our body wants to be healthy so much and when you just tap into it a little bit it carries you like it, it really carries you it carries you doesn't it it's just like whoosh, pushes you forward because the body is meant to move and i agree it's not meant to exercise i don't like the gym I like to do things that feel good that I'm excited to do. Not like I'm, oh, I have to go to the gym and live weights for an hour. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to do things that bring me joy and that I want to do. And sometimes, I, and what are some other ways to keep uh, people motivated? I know no one way is like what you're doing, providing a group, a collective to do that. Did, don't you think that really helps? Keep it, people you know, who, yeah, who you surround yourself with is who you become. I mean, we all know this, we hear it in every different way, but it's when we take it back to the caveman days, to our ancestors, if you weren't part of a tribe and you got kicked out, that was a death sentence. You can't forge for yourself. You can't hunt for yourself. You have to be part of a community. You help each other out, right? So when you are trying to do anything alone, anything, myself included, you included, it's so much harder to stay on track than it is to hold yourself accountable to another group of moms that are doing the same thing with you, that can share your struggles, that can problem solve with you, that can celebrate you. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, the little things, my my best friend, Carissa, she calls it the dishwasher effect because you see this pile of dishes, right? And you're like, oh, like I just, I don't want to do the dishes. The second you wash one, you're going to grab the next one. Yeah. And then you're going to grab the next one. And before you know it, the dishes are clean. Yeah. Did you want to do it? No, it looks so overwhelming. But the second you do one little thing, so that's kind of what we do is we have you do one dish. You start with that one dish for a couple of days and then you realize, well, that one dish turned into two dishes. Oh, wow. I, I did squats while I brushed my teeth. Now I find myself doing this movement while I'm making coffee. Yeah. Now I, you know, got the pot out to cook and I might not have cooked yet, but I didn't go out to Starbucks and get a muffin. I got the pot. It's like these little tiny shifts are what create that permanent change. And then it's sustainable because I'm all about permanent change. You can go get, you know, half-assed results anywhere over the internet, anywhere, all the time. But if you're not going to sustain that, what's the point? So the first thing I always ask moms is that say like, oh, I've got a really good, consistent 30 minute gym workout. You know, I go like two to three days a week and blah, blah, blah. And I go, great. Can you do that for the rest of your life? And they kind of laugh. Right. Well, I, and I'm like, what you do now, you should be able to answer that question without hesitation. Hell yeah, I can not just a yes. Hell yeah. This is sustainable. Mm -hmm. Of course I can keep this up. And if you can't say that you have not found your soulmate movement, you know, uh, diet, if you, I hate that word. I call diet. diet. I eat that like, Oh, it's so heavy and like nuanced and, Oh, so well, I just want to say about like the food aspect, because that that's where I really like dive into a lot of my energy, but it's like how we even think about our food impacts the food that we eat. Our thoughts, our intentions impact the molecules, the atoms, their vibration. So our, we're just spewing, you know, uh, energetic information to the food we eat. And if we think it's restrictive, we think that it's making us fat. If we think it's unhealthy for us, if we think it's healthy for us, our body reacts in a way that creates that reality. And so what I love so much is you're saying, where do we find the joy in all this, right? Because 
we've got like, you got to exercise, you got to eat healthy, it's horrible, you can't have cake, you do this. It's like, no, 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 no. That is an old, obsolete belief system, probably made by the big man out there that wants to keep us controlled and, you know, just giving them all our money. It's like, no, 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 no. We, we are starting anew, my friends, my sisters, my, my mamas. Like, this is a new way. And there it is, like, you're showing us there's a way to do this that builds community, right? That, that, that is motivation. That is, that is, it's a beautiful way to like connect. And I just, I love what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes. It's, it, we, you know, we just believe moms deserve to look their best, feel their best and live their best life. And we're so taught that like, you know, it's, tell me if you experienced this too. When I got engaged, I worked as a physical therapy assistant. So I had hundreds of people I would tell every day, like, oh, no, I got engaged, blah, blah. I think there was maybe four people that were legit happy for me. Legit, like, welcome. This is amazing. Everyone else, oh, old ball and chain. Sex is going to stop. Like, get ready for a lifetime of like, just negative, just, and I knew the person I was marrying was my, like, I I could count, you know, yeah. not listen to all those thoughts, but it was amazing that that was the reaction. And then when you get pregnant, it's the same thing. Like your freedom goes away. Your identity is lost. You're going to be heavy the rest of your life. Like it's just part of momhood. Um, I had a relative tell me, cause I gained like, I think an extra like 30 pounds with my second son. Um, and they said like, well, that's just going to be your new reality. Like, you'll see, you'll see, just wait because you're a mom. And it was like, well, I don't want that to be my reality. Not because it's bad to look that way, but because personally I felt not confident and uncomfortable in my skin. So for me, it wasn't okay to look that way because for me, I didn't feel good. I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. Keep up with my kids, play the weird SpongeBob dinosaur games that they want to play in the weird positions they want me to get in and crawl in. That's my why. I want to outrun my grandkids, right? I don't want to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. That's what this all comes down to. It's stress. It's all stress. How stressed you are, how your body responds and how you cope with it. When you can tackle those, which tackles, just like you said, your relationship with food. If you don't have a good relationship with food, no diet will ever stick, which is why you just feel like you're on this hamster wheel of, well, I get results and then I don't. And then I get results and then I don't. And then this new thing sounds great. And this shiny object sounds great. And this new celebrity endorsed diet sounds great. Yes, they all sound great because they're marketed to you and they're already building the next one, knowing when you start this one, you're going to fall off track. So they have the next one ready for you. Yeah. And they hope it, it is, it is, it's like, it's, you're going nowhere. And they truly profit on you not feeling enough. They want to make sure you never feel good about yourself. Because if you do, then you're not going to buy their crap. And you know what, Ashley, I've been, I've been in that too. Buying all the supplements, spending all this, doing this, doing that. And it's like, it doesn't work. Because what's up here in the mind, the belief system is truly what is creating our reality. It doesn't, anything else doesn't matter. Nothing's going to work. Until we get on board in our brains and we start, and we start asking ourselves these questions. Why do I want to be healthy? What's going to be that motivation? And how can I bring in those little baby steps? Cause that's what it is. And I think also we're so used to this instant gratification. Now the Amazon, it's like Christmas every day. I mean, it's, it's like, oh, it, it's this instant gratification. And we have to give ourselves, don't you think, so much grace? Patience. So much grace. 
Yeah. And patience and love. And just like, we need to, we need to mother ourselves. We need to hold ourselves and be like, kind of rock yourself, you know, and be like, it's okay. You got this. We're going to do this. We know where we want to go. And it's the beginning is always going to be the most resistance. But once you get on, it's like, you've created this beautiful cycle that now can truly benefit you for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, that is everything. If you're not doing something to create permanent change, again, it's not your fault. You just haven't been exposed to there's this way, but there's also another way. And let me hold your hand and take you and you hold their hand and take. And it's like, I love what you said about the supplements because so we so often want to go to that optimized state. Do supplements help? Sure. But until you get all of this foundational stuff fixed, supplements aren't going to do shit for you. It's like going on another diet, right? All these biohacking, oh, biohacking supplements and now neuro, neuro supplements. It's like people like stop searching. We're just searching, searching, searching. It's like nothing. Has anything ever outside of you made you feel better? No, maybe just for a little moment, but it never fills that void. We're the only ones that can fill that void with our own like self-love and compassion. And and in response to that, that's when we take care of ourselves. It it, truly, when we take care of ourselves, we are showing ourselves love, right? We can show our kids all the love, but you know what? Our kids pick up on that shit. They really do. They are so smart. So, okay. How, so tell me, how is it that you work with, like, give me your process of working with people. So is it online? Is it in person? Do you have different, like, how does that work? Yeah. So I was all in person until I had my beautiful first baby. And then I was like, I got, I want to be home. So Mm -hmm. everything I do now is virtual. Um, And I work with my best friend in everything we do. So we co-created something called mom life peak. And so we take moms at different levels of where they're at. So there are some moms that have their whole nutrition thing dialed in. They don't want to mess with that. They've, you know, mastered their relationship and that's fantastic, but maybe they don't have the exercise portion down. So we have different tiers of like, we have a fitness membership for those looking to build consistency, to build strength. And the approach we take there is no equipment, little time, little space. So it's body weight, right? Yeah. Again, sustainability. Yes. And you can do so much with your own body weight. Like it is more than weight. Yes, truly. It's incredible. And what I think so beautiful, Ashley, is you're teaching these women how to do that. It's not like you have to go buy something else, right? You don't have to buy anything. And honestly, you can't. So here's the thing. With my background, and I'm all about form and foundation, like I'm your girl that's going to get you doing the things right before you want to go optimize. You can't lift weight. You can't do any of that until you understand how to engage your core and pelvic floor, how to use your breath, how to sync your breath with your core and pelvic floor, how Mm -hmm. to use your feet, how to use your back. How do you even move and walk and lunge correctly? If you don't know how to do that, why are we adding weight? (laughs) that's a recipe for injury disaster, because that's what we're told. We want to lose weight, go to the gym, do these weights. But now my low back hurts. And now I'm out for six weeks. And now I've fallen off track again. Uh, I, I, I love that. And you know what I'm, I'm seeing too, is you are teaching body awareness, body awareness and everything, because that's huge. That is everything, not only in fitness, not only in movement, but in how you're eating, why you're eating. Right. And how you're sleeping, why you're sleeping 
and why you're drinking water, why you're not. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you listening to your body? Your body has infinite wisdom, but we don't know how to, the way that I describe it is um, becoming the DJ of your body. So if you go to a party and there's a DJ there, right? He is going to vibe and attune with the audience. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, your great grandma's 50 year anniversary or it's your 13 year old you know, daughter having whatever the DJ is going to be able to vibe with that audience, make the sounds, the tones, the beats. So that audience is always dancing. We have, we are the DJs of our body. Mm -hmm. So when we can learn how to listen and vibe and attune with what's going on, Oh, you're causing me a signal of pain. That's not bad. Thank you for communicating. Mm -hmm. It's a message. How do I listen? How do I vibe with you? How do I really get on board with you so that, you know, your body can't speak words. It speaks feelings. So we have to learn its language. (laughs) We have to. We have to. And good to know why we've learned not to feel is because when we were little, we were told, don't cry. Don't do this. It makes everyone uncomfortable. I'm sure we do that to our children. I know I have. But it's, it's like, it's an emotional intelligence. It's create, it's connecting with this beautiful vessel that carries us along this lifetime. Like we cannot neglect this, this, this organism. Like if you neglect it, we know what happens. I mean, it's happening everywhere. So it's like, okay, what is really important? Is taking care of this body more important than sitting on the, no, hey, I'm all about sitting on the couch watching Netflix, right? <laughs> I'm all about it. I love it. And at the same time, like if I did that all the time, it would not be that fun. Like you've got to create, and I hate the word balance, but you've got to create that, like that flow, like you said, like that, you know, you're just, you're, you're resonating and you're, and you're, and you're listening. And so going back to what you said, I love that you're, you know, your pelvic floor, you're feeling your feet, you're feeling your body because your body, so many of us, we don't listen. We don't hear it. We're so in our spinning thoughts. We don't listen. So I love that. I love that you're like bringing that, you know, bringing them home back into the body. That's so important. Back into the body. And you can think of your body as a car. This is like my favorite analogy ever. Mm -hmm. I came up with it when I was a physical therapy assistant and the doctor I worked with was like, oh my God, we have to use this for everybody. Because here's the thing. If I gave you a car today and I was like, here you go, Becky, here is your brand new car. This is the only car you will have for the rest of your life. Would you take care of it? Would you get it regularly maintenanced? Would you make sure that the oil was good in it? Would you rotate the tires? Would you do all the other mechanical car things that you're supposed to do when you go take it in? Yes, because you're like, this is the only car I have. If this car, you know, if I treat it like shit, it's not going to run. And then I no longer have a vehicle to get around. Your body is this car. You're only given one. So we have to regularly maintenance it. We have to make sure that our joints are lubricated. We have to make sure that we do the things we're feeding it, the highest premium gas, right? We have to feed it fuel. We have to keep it hydrated. We have to keep all of the fluids. Your, Your body is this one car. So when you start to make that shift and you're like, okay, if I only got one car, heck yes, I would make every maintenance appointment. I would make sure I'm doing all the things to keep that car in the best shape that I can that is your body. Yeah. So view your body as that car. Yeah. Cause you don't get another one. You don't, you can't just go and sell your body and then go buy a new one. <laughs> well, you could sell your body, but don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but <laughs> no, it is it's like, what fuel are you putting in it? You know, you just leave it in the garage and never driving it. Like, no, you got to move it. We were meant to move. 
And I really do feel there's this new earth arising. You know, people are waking up, at least what I see, thank God. You know, people are, and, and I think mothers are the key. Mothers are the key because when we heal, we heal generations before us and after us. We really do. And so the more that we can tune back in, because we've been told, don't be selfish. Take, you know, you need to, you need to take care of everybody else before you. And it's so backwards because how can we truly show up and love and care for people when we are so empty? You can't, it's not selfish to be selfish. It's not. And it's such a, it's such a mind word. <laughs> yes, true. It really is. It is a mind F word. <laughs> Girl, okay, so where so if we have some moms here and they're like, uh, this sounds totally on my alley, how do they find you? Yeah, um, so if you want to hang out on the socials, you can find me on Facebook is where I'm mostly. So that would just be Facebook.com slash move with ash. Uh Otherwise, momlifepeak.com. And I do have, uh, Becky, if you're down, I have like a free gift they could have where they can start moving in this way. Yes. Um, yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'll put that in the show notes, my friends. Look, free. everybody wants some free stuff. And especially the free things that actually bring value, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll try on a whole bunch of different kinds of workouts. And I say try on because just like a bra, you got to try on a few to find that perfect fit. So there's two minute workouts in there, five minute workouts. There's a 10 minute workout. Again, no equipment, only your body, toning your body, sculpting your body, using your body and healing your body, using your body. So try on all these different ones, see which ones you like, and then just stick to that for a little bit and see how that feels. That is how you build habits, my friends, my mamas. Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. I'm going to have all those links um, in the, so your website, the Facebook, and then also the free gift. So we have, everyone's taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, Ashley, thank you so much. It's so great to reconnect with you and bring, like, I just feel your heart, your passion, like you're doing some really beautiful things. And it's such an honor to like share your voice and your heart with this community. Truly. Oh, thank you so much. It, it's truly been an honor. Oh, it's so fun. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. You know how to connect with Ashley. Look at the show notes and we'll catch you on the next Hippie Moms podcast. Bye. Bye.